Money News on 6PR. Thanks to Bankwest Term Deposits. For more fruitful returns, visit bankwest.com.au. T's and C's apply. And welcome back to the show. One double three eight eighty two is the number. Zero four eight seven triple nine eight eighty two is the text line. And you can email me anytime. Money news at six pr dot com dot au. Now this definitely caught my eye today. It's interesting because new independent research by specialised recruiter Robert Half has actually found two things: frequent job hopping and unrealistic salary expectations are the top two red flags for employees employers when assessing somebody for a vacant position. And I'm wondering, are you a small business owner out there? Is this music to your ears? Are you actually somebody who is currently applying for a job, but you actually know that you're not quite qualified to apply for it? And you're actually asking for a salary that you know is a little bit out there. Well, there's no one better to speak to than Nicole Gorton, who is director at Robert Half. And as I said, Robert Half is Australia's leading employment recruitment firm. It's also the global specialised talent solutions provider that helps employers find their next great hire and job seekers uncover their next opportunity. Nicole, you're a great friend of the Money News Program and the Nine Radio Network. Thank you for joining me this evening. Thank you very much for having me, as always. Well, that is okay. Well, look, as I said, this is independent researcher and it's found those top two red flags for employers when they're wanting to employ someone, job hopping by people and unrealistic salary expectations. I'll let you explain this for our audience. Yeah, I mean, it's it's coming off the back of a, a few years where unemployment uh, went up and uh, companies had to go through uh, laying off a lot of people, restructures, uh, redundancies, not just locally but globally, and it certainly played out thick and fast in Western Australia and Perth specifically. So you can imagine what that looked like and felt like uh, over the course of 2020, 2021, and then we're shifting into 2022 when business was back and the economy started to feel, well, normalised, we like to call it. But as that happened, companies realised that they were talent short, that they they needed skills, they needed people to be able to move their businesses forward. And, you know, product launch, geographical expansion, the things that we always talk about for any organisation, implementing new systems, upgrading systems, um, making sure that their business is, is you know, talking to their customers through uh, through apps that, you know, providing customer experience. As they then went to hire, they went at it with Gusto. And what that resulted in was all companies hiring and, and we didn't have enough people to fulfill those hiring needs. So the job seeker, the candidates looking for work could all, all almost name their price. Um, and where they didn't get it in their existing uh, workplace, they were prepared to jump ship to get an uplift in salary. That was very much the state of 2022. Um, and also the borders opened. So we started to see, particularly in WA, we started to see people come into the uh, employment landscape, which meant that as we then morphed into 2023, and uh, we had more candidates become available and the economy started to level out a little bit more, there wasn't this appetite to hire as many people. 
Um, and therefore, candidates was then sort of starting to think, should I take on a new job? And if I am, can I get an uplift in my salary and keep moving to do this? Well, companies were like, no, we can't keep giving these salary increases that we did in 2022. And by the way, we would also like to start seeing some level of um, of people staying in roles where we can see that they're learning and progressing and giving back to the organisation and taking their career trajectory forward uh, with a level of stability on their CV. We're speaking with Nicole Gorton, who is Director at Robert Half, Australia's leading recruitment company, and some new independent research has come out today showing two red flags for employers, people frequent job hopping and also unrealistic salary expectations. Nicole has been speaking with us this evening about how Western Australia sort of is leading the charge with all this. You can give us a ring, one double three eight eighty two or send me a text, 487 So I've got to ask you, Nicole, I've already had a text in from Sam who says, frequent job hopping, what is the realistic length of time that somebody should stay in a role before wanting to job hop? Now, I want to make this clear. It may not be within an actual organisation because, of course, we've spoken with you before how valuable it is for employers to invest in their current staff and maybe allow some opportunities for them to increase the skills and the roles that they have. But how long should somebody actually stay in a role or at a company before they even think about leaving that company, provided there aren't, you know, extenuating circumstances, but in a normal thing? I mean, Sam has said, is it six months? Is it a year? From your research, I'm imagining this frequent job hopping. Perhaps people are thinking of jumping ship after three or four months, which really isn't much time at all, if that's true. Yeah, absolutely. I think that when if you're if you're working in an organization and that that company is continually changing, growing, developing and you've got the opportunity to upskill within that company, then we recommend people stay uh, up to 3 years. 3 years is a nice amount if I'm to call it. Now if you're to leave before that, that's fine, but I think that you've got to have a really good valid reason uh, that is well articulated uh, to your your next hiring manager who wherever you're going as to what your reason for leaving was and that can be that can be fine I mean it's I think that that three-year mark though now when companies go through challenging times whatever they might be and you've got the opportunity to work through that and not quit that actually is a great thing uh, for you and your personal experience career-wise to come out of the other end of that because then your level of, of know-how, uh, resilience, ability to navigate that again becomes easier in the future. That's great. And look, I'm glad that you and I are on the same page. I would have said around about three years is probably a good amount of time, you know, just to stay at a company before you may want to leave, as I said, but it has to be for for different reasons. Now, those unrealistic salary expectations, is this a case of graduates coming out with their degree, wanting to earn the same as somebody that's perhaps been in the company for 15 years um, with the same degree, but they've worked, they've invested their time, their money, their, their life in the company that 
that, that they're currently in. Is that what we're talking about with unrealistic salary expectations? Or are we actually talking about people that have been there for a long time that are perhaps older that aren't getting what they feel like they should get and maybe then they are wanting to look to move elsewhere? Both. It's definitely both. So you've pretty well covered that. It's it's across the market. It's across the spectrum of age demographic, of level of experience. Um, and, and back to that experience, it could be three years that, you know, gone are the days of 20 years in an, in an organisation. Um, that's very rare. That's very, um, you know, few and, and far in that space. In relation to salary expectations, it played out last year and it really does come down to market forces, supply and demand. So when you have a particular skill set and there's a shortage of that skill set, we saw people demanding much higher salaries last year and companies desperate to hire and were throwing money at it. That is not the case this year. Those, you know, those 10, 15, 20, in some cases, 30, 40% uplift last year is not uh, replicated this year. It's much more of a leveler uh, where people are thinking, can I get a pay increase uh, where I'm currently working? Having those conversations. And if it's not playing out, they will then go and look elsewhere. But company, companies are now, hiring managers are now more wary. Do I take somebody on who's, who's jumped ship in, in 12 months, wanting a, a different type of a role, wanting a salary increase, putting themselves forward? And I think the biggest question that's playing out there is, will they do this to me? We'll invest in them, we'll upskill them, we'll get them entrenched in the organisation and then in 12 months' time will they turn around and leave? Spot on. And look, one of, one of the, the, the third most concerning factor, which we'll, we'll quickly go through, is about 26% of, of, of the research showed that the most concerning factor for employers also is people not holding the required qualifications. And I always think to myself, people have got a lot of chutzpah if they're actually applying for a role that they're not qualified for. You might think that you can do a role, but to actually, you know, apply for something that you're not qualified for. To me, that's a big red flag as well. It is. I mean, you know, we will always have a percentage of the workforce that will uh, inflate their their CV or their skills um, and put themselves out there uh, in hope that they might get that that role and therefore uplift in salary. Um, It's up to the employer to sift through uh, the background of somebody, whether it be their qualifications or actually their depth and level of experience and make sure that they shortlist accordingly. Nicole, just before I let you go tonight, I want you to give our listeners the three green flags that candidates can, you know, that people can create for employers when they're being assessed for their suitability for a role. So take it away. The three green flags or what, what the good things are that they should be looking at. Absolutely. They should definitely look at, at progression in a role would be number one. Uh, they should look at qualifications, number two, and motivations, number three. There we go. Nicole Gorton, it's always a wonderful chat with you. You give uh, you invigorate our audience and get them to really think about some good things to put themselves in a great position for their working life. And also you give our employers here in Western Australia a lot to think about as well. Thank you very much for joining me this evening on Money News. 
Thank you very much for having me as always. And there we go. That is Nicole Gorton, who is director at Robert Half, Australia's leading recruitment agency. Love to hear from you this evening. One double three eight eighty two is the number. Zero four eight seven triple nine eight eighty two is the text line. Are you somebody who has actually been guilty of frequent job hopping? Maybe unrealistic salary expectations. Perhaps you're an employer out there. You're going through this right at the moment with some of your current staff or candidates that are applying for positions with your company. Let me know. Share your story. You're on Money News Radio 6PR, part of the Nine Radio Network. We'll be back after this.